the, the donut, donut box. The donut box. What's up, guys? My name is Joe, and welcome to another episode of the Donut Box, where we unbox stories and talk about things we usually don't talk about. For today, we are going to tap into our red flags, and no, not relationship red flags, our personal red flags. I actually put up this question box on Instagram and I asked you guys what your personal red flags were and we got a lot of answers so thank you guys so much for sending those in and I wanted to talk about it today because one of the biggest parts of self-improvement is self-awareness, self-assessment, getting to know yourself better and even I hate admitting that I have faults. I mean, I feel like I'm a perfect individual. So, you know, this is a great conversation to have. Let's talk about it. Let's unbox this story. Our unboxer today is a doctor, a podcaster from the Walwa Sesh podcast, and host of G Talks on CNN. She is also a mental health advocate, making her perfect for our topic today. So everybody, let's welcome Doc Gia Sison. Hi, Po! Hello, Joe, and hello to everyone who's listening. Uh, long time no see. I have met Joe online, and I'm super happy to be here. I'm Doc Gia Sison. I'm also a breast cancer survivor. I'm all on Actually, I'm on my 10th year, so I hope to fight more. So yeah, that's it. I'm a mental health advocate and uh, a practicing doctor as well. So thank you for the kind introduction, Joe. Yeah, thank you. I'm really excited because I loved our conversation before um, on your podcast. It's really fun and all of those things. Uh, I wanted to ask you to start off, what made you go from doctor into podcasting and hosting? What was that transition? uh I don't know what happened to my life, but I kind of, <laughs> I kind of manifested that now before. Like, ah, okay. um, all I know is that when I was undergoing chemotherapy 10 years ago, that was when I started to realize the importance of talking about feelings. So that kind of started my mental health advocacy, which kind of quote unquote required me to really be vocal, as is naman I am. I am naman more online etc and then yun, um opportunities just open which i enjoy doing naman. and then uh yeah up until now i'm really thankful for for everything for for opportunities to be able to talk about mental health to be able to talk about how to make society better etc so yeah basically ganon yeah, that, that's, that's a really powerful story because I have a lot of cancer in my family. <laughs> like, um, my mom passed away from breast cancer. My sister has lymphoma now. So I really understand, like, that stress on your mental health um, with those, like, situations overall. Um, what are some of the things that helped you in your mental health going through all of that in your life? Um, talking to people really okay. helped me a lot. It's really more of I realize na I can't keep pala my feelings to myself all the time. Mm-hmm. There, there's a there's a list that I keep to myself. Siyempre, parang if you share it to others naman, baka too much info. Yeah. But, but I learned that talking to others doesn't make me any less of a person. It doesn't even show that I'm weak. Mm-hmm. In fact, when, I, when, when we talk about how we feel, especially on how we conquered them, it, it helps. Like, like yeah. me, what helped my healing was I read patient stories 
on how they survive cancer or not even cancer or how they survive AIDS. life yeah <laughs> life in general mm-hmm. so uh there is power so much power in narratives and what we say to other people mm-hmm. especially when when you go online I think that's really powerful that it's okay to just have feelings in general, right? Because <laughs> we're always pushing them down, especially as Filipinos, it's always like, push it down, <laughs> like things like that. So it's parang like that, parang if you are an advocate of especially mental health, so you walk the talk. So it's a different, uh, it's a different dimension of ad- advocating it actively then mas powerful yun. Mm-hmm. Do you feel pressure? Like, because you're vocal about being a mental health advocate. Do you feel pressure of being mentally healthy? Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. It came to a point that I, I talk about getting over uh, or moving forward. But in real life, I w- I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. But it happens naman. Eh. Mm-hmm. So if, if and when that happens, I shut up online and I just because I mean not naman everyone should know what what I'm going so yeah it's just it's a struggle if, if and when I, I reach that point I I back off and then try to ask myself again who am I what are my values um, I think that's very important especially when nowadays Parang we're dictated by how what society is expected of us. So it's it's a different parang ball game if you back out, back down, and ask yourself, who am I talaga amidst everything? Oh, that's a really powerful question right now. Who am I? What is my name? Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I think a lot of us are so pressured, especially social media. You're pressured to have a message. You're pressured to stick to it. You're pressured to be um, on your game all the time. Um, but like you said, no, you have to know who you are, and that brings us into our topic today of self awareness, like the importance of self awareness and being able to work through your own personal red flags for you what does what does self-awareness mean it's knowing who you are and what you value and for me that's something that is uh evolving like today i may feel this way but tomorrow it's gonna be different but values because is something that you anchor yourself on so example you you value the you value integrity you value compassion so that's something that you anchor on to be able to find yourself every day that's that's at least how how i i i deal with it and um it's a process it can change it may not be pretty all the time because when you say self-awareness it's such a beautiful term now okay yeah. i already know my purpose <laughs> Self-awareness is more of like you keep you keep questioning namana because that's how you grow. Where where am I going? Uh, by doing this, what do I want to achieve? What does the world need? It's like I, I'm 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 a believer of the ikigai kasi. So it's like a compass on balancing what what you need for yourself and what the world needs. 
So mm-hmm. yeah, I really love what you said of um, anchoring yourself through your values. Yeah, because it's very normal to change in terms of life, right? That's something we're all afraid of, of course. But that's one of the biggest things that we know is they're gonna stay change and we're always so afraid of that but like what you said if you anchor yourself to your values change doesn't have to be that hard when you at least at your core know what you want or at least uh, where you want to go uh, most importantly Yeah, so th- that brings us to our um, main topic today, which is our personal red flags. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because you're talking about self-awareness and a big key to this is knowing what you have to work on on yourself, right? Yeah. So we asked for some answers on what everybody's personal red flags are, what do you want to work on yourself, and then let's let's just talk about it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Let's go. So our first one here is... I'm so intense with work to the point of breaking. Ooh. Oh my God. We can all relate, but my main message is you weren't born to work. You were born to live a life. Work is just a part of your life. Don't eat it. Don't allow it to eat you up. But I was like that 10 years ago. Actually, Siguro may times sa life ko that, of course, we need to work for a living. But when you kind of make it the center of your life, that you forget yourself, you forget about how you take care of yourself and what you need, that's a red flag. Yes. Yeah. Uh, kasi, mm-hmm. ano yun eh, parang... Sometimes you get lost in the process of you keep finding your purpose of work, but it's not there. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, that's a very valid concern, but I hope you realize that it work is in your life. It should help you build that life, right? but it shouldn't be the only thing that your focus is on. And I think a lot of us tend to hold on to work as kind of our one identity and also to a distraction. Like especially if there's so many things going on in your your mind and your head that you don't want to deal with, you just go straight to work. You focus on work because that's what's important. And then after that, you you're kind of like. Hmm, what was I supposed to do? Like, yeah. what was I supposed to do with my life? Yeah. yeah. What did you do specifically to help you get to that point of breaking out of the cycle of just focusing on work? It's realizing, like, like you, Namismo, mm-hmm. you, 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 t- you tell yourself or you say to yourself that I have to set my own boundaries already. Like, okay, you, I work for eight hours. I will allot four hours for my family, something like that. But mm-hmm. you set your own standards. Like but a structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, we all have structure, chaotic structure, <laughs> but it's still structure. Mm-hmm. But uh, just a lot time for yourself. And that's not a weakness because many times people feel that when you're resting, parang hindi ka productive. Yes. Fact, that's the opposite mm-hmm. dapat, diba? Yeah. You're resting up, but you can be more productive. Mm-hmm. Yes. And of course, you have to take care of yourself too. Because you'll get sick if you keep on working. So, something like that. So, setting boundaries is very important. Yeah, that's the most important thing is to, of course, also focus on your self care. 
right? Because we're so pressured to keep going, hustle culture, all of those things. And I, I know that stress has a bigger impact on your health, but right, like so from a doctor's perspective, why should we not be stressed? <laughs> because you know what, stress can be a trigger for many, many, many bad mm -hmm. things in, in, in our body, etc. It triggers a lot. However, naman, meron naman good type of stress, especially when you're happy doing it. But still, we have to remember that we're not machines. If machines can, if you turn off our machines, that is itself, parang, oh nga no, parang, ino-off natin yung light. Nag-overheat sila, di ba? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Take care of them, we turn them off. Pero yourselves natin, we don't. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Our phones, di ba? Naglo-lobat siya. And we, we look for chargers. But why can't we do that to ourselves? If we're low bat na, what can we do to recharge ourselves? So I think there's a lot to dissect whenever we talk about Diba, I'm dependent sa power bank. It's something that we don't, basta yung mga ganyan. So <laughs> it's really important to take care of your health, no? Take it from me because I, I kind of lost it 10 years ago. And that's my biggest regret. I, I preach to my patients, oh, you do that. You do self-breast exam. Make sure you rest. But I wasn't practicing it myself. And then cancer hit me. And that was a huge, parang, bush. Parang, oh, nga, no? so, but hopefully, okay na ako sa, and the thing about um other specific illnesses like like cancer you can do everything in your power to prevent it but it will still come like it will still happen which again puts us back into that perspective of what if something happens in your life something major that puts you out is the only thing you would be have like in your life just work so we also have to put that parang wait what do we want to have memories of what, what do we want to have in our life it as much as possible it can't just be work exactly exactly and i think the pandemic has taught us a lot about valuing what we what we need to value talaga, the real core of um building memories making sure everyone is fine was a huge lesson on health which i hope we all learn from yes all versions of health for sure okay let's go put to our next one oh okay mabilis ako makontento especially sa mga life goals Ooh, would you think this is a red flag uh, um mabilis makontento um i guess everyone naman is different mm -hmm. so kung ang feeling niya is you know but me okay na siya, then that's fine. Uh, kasi bas basta whatever floats your boat. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what, ano, that's what, that, yun yung importante. Yeah, I think yun lang. Kasi I really value how other, swerte niya. Mm -hmm. all. Yeah, yeah. Because there's, there's way too many people who are not content enough. And then yes. you're in the cycle of constantly trying to um, be better, be better, be better. Then you forget all of the things that you've already done and you've already succeeded on. That's a gift. Mm -hmm. So whoever you are, um, keep on keep on doing that. Because you know, ha having an attitude of gratitude is also a very helpful mm -hmm. mindset whenever you feel so down. Mm, attitude of gratitude. Yeah, <laughs> like that. 
Although this is not toxic positivity, huh? toxic positivity is different. It's really more of reminding yourself of what you have at the present. You're working on something, that's fine. You're stressing on something. You want to achieve something, it's causing you discontentment. But whenever you reach that point, you always have to remind yourself now, wait, I have this for now and I will, and that's fine. As long as I'm working towards my goals, so something like that. So I learned that the hard way and we all are. But the important part there is we're trying. Yes. And I think there's also an important line between, um, you know, knowing what you want and not having to compare it to what other people have. Because I think that's the big struggle is like, oh, I did this, but it's not like how she did it or how they did it. So I have to do more. And yeah, so it, it becomes this pressure. And the biggest thing I think we have to do with that na sa life as a red flag would be more of if you don't push yourself to grow. Like that's where it would be a red flag. But I feel like if you are happy where you're at, then that's good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. People struggle with that, that happiness, right? So if we find it, keep it. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's go to our next one. I get too involved in other people's problems that I ignore mine. You and you <laughs> That hit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's the culture of constantly wanting to help. Because mm-hmm. culture na if if I don't help, parang I'm useless. Mm, yeah. But here's the catch. Um, yun mm-hmm. nga kagaya niya sinabi ko kanina. Never. I hope you don't lose yourself in the process of finding yourself or finding you. Yes, you can be of support to a friend, but not naman to the point na you forget about yourself. Because the whole point of mental health care is for the other one to be self-dependent. We don't want others to be dependent on, you know, alam mo yun, parang they still have to stay themselves. So, um, and you can't control everyone. The problem with that kasi is you want to involve yourself to some many problems, pero talaga bang kailangan yun? Diba we have a saying that uh, you have to choose your battles kasi hindi naman lahat ng war mapapagod ka, diba? Yeah, you'll empty your, ano, your battery yourself. Malalobat ka dyan. So, not all battles in life are also worth it. So, you have to ask yourself, will this battle change the way I am? Parang ganun. Because sometimes it's useless, eh. Sometimes it's just for, I don't know, but for me, Choose lang. Choose whatever battles you face. Yeah, and I think it's also important to ask yourself, no, if you're uh, putting yourself in other people's problems, are you doing that just to keep yourself from facing your own problems? Is it just a distraction? Are you actually dealing with your own struggles? And also putting into perspective as well as, you know, if it's time for you to have problems, do you have the energy to take to take that in? Will you have the community to take that in as well with you? Right. That's important. Or, or how would you, let's say, put that boundary of me helping others, but also knowing when I am tired, when I'm done? Or how do you choose your battles, basically? Siguro, <laughs> um, that's where self-reflection comes in. We have to reach that point in our lives when 
we spend quiet time or we kind of step back and see how our pattern in life goes. So example, you have a pattern, like I have a pattern of falling into or getting my, my emotions too involved with something I have no control of. Example, other people's behavior. I have no control of that. So if you find yourself in a pattern similar to that and it's not helping you, um, get that pattern off and ask yourself how you can change it. Because I know it's difficult to change mindsets. So start from you na lang. So uh, personally, before kasi parang I wanted to be involved in everything, na, mapap- na napagod na ako. Napagod na ako sa kaka-try. And that was, uh, that was a telling sign for me to stop. Stop and then just let go. It might not be for you or it's not even a problem for others. Why, why should it be a problem to you pa? Parang ganun, parang nakaka-toxic siya. So uh, you will learn by yun, taking a step back and try to check uh, on, take note of situations where you had to struggle and then get the lessons out. Yeah, that's a good one. Like a self review, <laughs> like a little, a little bit of an assessment every, every after yeah. a situation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, how did I do? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly, Joe. How did yeah. I? How like did a survey, you know? <laughs> yeah, my yeah. survey tayo. How did I feel? So, how did this person make me feel? Kung toxic, mo as much as possible. Because you know what, life is so short. Because to, to you know, involve yourself with too much drama, which I believe. You know, sometimes you can get yourself into those situations and just save yourself from it and just live your life. And and like what you mentioned, you have to have gone through some things as well for you to be able to know that about yourself. But no, there's no pressure naman to be perfect now, <laughs> to figure it all out now. If you feel like you're still involving yourself in other situations, just assess how that helps you after. It doesn't have to be right now, let go. It can be, okay, now I know next time if I'm in this situation, I know when to let go at least. Exactly. So don't just wherever you are, just stay there. We're not, me and Joe, we're not pressuring you to change that. Let go, let go. <laughs> so stay there and ask yourself how it's making you feel. So yeah, and change na yan. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't feel good, that's when that's when you let go. <laughs> okay, let's go to our next one. I don't know how to ask for help because I always feel like I'll be asking for too much of their time. Oh, so there's the opposite naman of is uh, on the other side. We help others too much, or we can't. I uh, know help ourselves. How would you do? You struggle with that as well. Sometimes I do, but it, it actually again it came to a point where it's like parang you're already drowning and that you have you have to ask for help and it's really not a sign of weakness and it actually helps you more it gives you another perspective uh, it becomes a burden if you depend on another person but i think asking for help in itself is not there's nothing wrong with it and don't deal with it alone because you can learn from others so I think we have to start from that um, learning our mindset that we can actually get a whole new perspective if we only talk to others. 
like if I, if I had to pick a red flag, that's one of my red flags as well. Or it's like, I, I am so afraid of asking people for help that I will literally just do everything on my own until I'm crashing and like burned out and stressed. And then I'll be like, wait, can you, can you help me? It, it's, it's regret after that sucks the most when you're like, it was too late to, to have done anything for that. I think this especially for health problems as well, because I think a lot of people push aside their health so much until it's the last possible minute. And that's just where we really have to remember, you have to try to reach out when you can before it's too late, because we don't want to live with that regret. That's true. That's true. Like, if it's okay to ask, now, when you were going through breast cancer, how was your support system and how did that feel for you to have to, you know, reach out to people and tell them, oh, I have breast cancer? And like, how was that situation for you? It was very difficult because coming from a person who is independent, but at, I think uh, the whole cancer, um, my, my whole breast cancer journey taught me to be humble enough to ask for ask people on how you know getting help my, i had a strong support system fortunately because of my family and um, communities of breast cancer survivors because i got learnings from them so it's like something like example wrapping uh, wrapping my bandana something even to that extent and how to cope on bad days how to cope with loneliness so it's really more of a life changing, literally, and but more of um, it was a very liberating experience because I, I learned how to share. And that was a, a major learning that I carried through up until now. So if I need help now, wala na ako sa point now, wag na it's nakakahiya. No, if you really need help, then just reach out. It's okay to tell my friend or my husband or even my daughters, even if they're younger. Of course, younger than me. <laughs> like my young, my my eldest is turning twenty. I asked mm-hmm. them what I what I should do, and they have a whole new perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mommy, if I were you, ganyan ganyan ganyan. Oh ano? Parang you know, like, yeah. the beauty of ano eh, parang collaboration. Collaboration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like parang parents learn from children. It's it's a different story now, especially with, during lockdowns and. May mga racing thoughts ako. I'm an overthinker kasi, Joe. So whenever I feel that way, I, I talk to my youngest naman. Kasi she's not the overthinker. And she tells me things na parang, alam mo yung parang nakipag-usap ka sa guru. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is how we do it. So ganyan. <laughs> okay, so this is, so, so that's it. It's really more of when you learn how to open up to others, it will open a whole lot of doors for you na mga aha moments na it will help you especially as an individual where every day is a day where you can actually grow Mm -hmm. yeah and i think a big part of asking for help or at least a way we can lessen that feeling of being a burden in our minds is we can think of it as also helping that other person see a different perspective as well, right? That's why I love, like, when I talk to my clients about the relationship with food and their body, it's not always just me, like, giving these insights. I've always learned so much from them as well. So that always puts me in the perspective of, hey, I just want to open up a conversation. It doesn't even have to be I'm asking for help. Let's just 
open up a conversation. Let's see what we find out. And then maybe from there, you can have um, an idea of what to do after. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Take it to another level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just to add as well, if you are afraid to ask for help, it's also important to ask yourself who you are asking. Maybe, maybe it's not you. <laughs> maybe it's, it's, it's them. <laughs> oh, okay. This one's another one. I'm a very negative person and I don't know how to change. Well, realizing that is already half a big thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, big thing na yun eh. Kasi you realize that, wait lang, para I'm getting too cynical already about the world, which I don't blame you, ha? Kasi with what's happening around it's, us. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. It's difficult to be optimistic, but realizing that too much negativity is bad for you, stay with that thought and then ask yourself another question. Where are you comfortable at? I mean, probably a big a happy thought one happy thought lang. Mm -hmm. and then magnify that mm -hmm. very mm -hmm. negative na siya eh. so think of one incident or situation in your life where naging happy ka and then build on that mm, take that energy yeah take that energy with you and then start to you know every day bring bring it back because it, it's habit eh. it's, it's a habit you won't change overnight that that's that's for sure unfortunately that's not how it works <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a process and when you say process you will fail you will go back you will but the important thing there is you realize it and then again you you get up so mm -hmm. so for 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 the one who wrote that perspective it's never too late and you know take that first baby step yeah. And I think it's also important to note that a lot of your negative thoughts are coming from something as well. The best of like, where, where is it coming from? Maybe there's an experience you had that made you think this way all the time. And I'll just relate this to, for example, body image, right? Like a lot of us have very negative thoughts about our body. And then if we ask ourselves, where does this come from? It can come from either childhood, palagi kang kinokomenta ng katawan, so you carry that talaga. Or also, everything you see on the media is always telling you that something's wrong with your body. So you also have to find that root and then see how you can set your boundaries from on those things. Because that would also be a big factor. Your environment, such a big factor to your negative thoughts. Yeah, that's true. Because I never forgot about, like, family reunion stresses me. Because always comment about, oh, ito, baka, o kaya, oh, ano nangyayari? Iba parang it's judgmental. I also don't think. So, you have to be careful also with um, how you say things. Kasi parang, it's, it would be a better world, world if you just open up conversations that, you know, build people and not make them feel bad about themselves. It's true. I think the, the the biggest thing is that we tend to magnify even our own negativity to other people. And we just pass that, we're just passing it on uh, pretty much. Right? So that's also things to look into. I, I have this client who told me that the reason why she wanted to work on her relationship with herself is because whenever she talks negatively to her body, her kid hears it. And she's realizing that if she grows up, if her child grows up thinking negatively to her body, about her body, 
a big factor of that would be because that's what she saw with her mom. So that's also what we look into, like how are the negative things you're saying to yourself also affecting um, the negativity around you and carrying that to your space? Yes, that's true. I agree. Let's take a look at our next one. Donut break! Some quick glazed questions to get to know our guest better. Doc, are you ready? Ready, Okay. What's your favorite thing about yourself and why? Um, oh my god. <laughs> the way um, in terms of speaking my thoughts, speaking my mind. Ooh, okay. What is your coping mechanism? Netflix. How may I allow to say that? <laughs> Sponsored, gonna do that. <laughs> what is your hidden talent, if any? Oh, dancing. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Let's dance. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> okay. What was your dream job as a child? Doctor. Yeah, doctor. Oh, okay. So that was really like, you just went for it. Like, uh, our most important question of the day. What is your favorite donut flavor? Chocolate. Mm, okay. and, uh, straight answer. Chocolate donut. Never fails to make me happy. Oh, and I have a hidden dream. Becoming a DJ. Oh, I think, I think we can make that happen. <laughs> Your podcast is the first one to know my other dream. Okay, DJ Doc is coming to you. <laughs> <laughs> this is our first track. <laughs> I get too defensive when asked about myself and I tend to have to justify everything. Ooh, justifying everything. Yeah, I think that's a big one. I have a tendency to do that. But, 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 please remember that we... It's different than if you're accountable. That's a different mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Accountable to your actions. But justifying yourself all the time to others, for me, that's a big red flag and a big no-no because you are you. That's where individuality happens. Well, this may be something that we can debate on. Don't allow people to change you. Pero may mga aspects din naman kasi that we have to change. That's yeah, depends on the change. Mm-hmm. Depends on the change. But don't like, don't make your life dependent on other people's opinion. Mm-hmm. To the point that you're doing things that make you unhappy. Yun, that's my take on that. And again, um, strangers, some people will just pull you, pull you down. But stick to people who support you. Yeah, and I think a big part of this justification is because, for example, in terms of when you're self-care, a lot of people will either gain weight or lose weight for different reasons in their life. And it's because we always want to give somebody an answer. Oh, I gained weight because of this, 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 this. And it, it, you don't have to justify those things. No, it's just, it's just life. It just happens. Right? It doesn't have to be um, a reason for all of these things sometimes it just happens and that's okay and you can just let it be something that has happened in your life rather than something that you carry with you the whole time and then sometimes all of these justifications also become um, a victim mindset in yourself i am i am all, all of these things are happening to me that's why i'm in this position that's why i have to justify it and then it becomes a whole other red flag as well Oh, okay. I like this one because I can relate to this one. (laughs) I refuse to start if I think I cannot get it perfect the first try. Oh, okay. Um, Well, no one's perfect to begin with. No, I don't believe that. No, no, no. No one's perfect. No one's perfect. 
Mm-hmm. And you know what? Before you reach your goal, you're going to fail several times. Mm-hmm. It's like it has no black book. Sana. Sana we have a black book of success. But none. Eh. It's really the experience of living that life that, that's going to teach you a lot. So it's never perfect. In fact, the greatest lessons you will learn when you fail. I'm not saying that you have to fail, but I'm just trying to get to a point that ganun ang life, it's not a straight road. So you just have to, there are detours. You don't know where to go left or right. But the important part there is you're constantly moving. So no matter how slow it is, it's, it's, it's the whole concept of moving and trying. Yun yun eh. We lose touch of that in between kasi. That's why we lose. We say, na, ah, I'm never gonna make it. Ganyan, ganyan. It, it, it's the, it, it's a process of your goal and your, your mindset. So the in-betweens is very important. Mm-hmm. I like that you mentioned that keep going, keep flowing. I think that's a big thing we tend to do is we tend to stop. And the thing about that is the world does not stop. <laughs> like the world will, it just keeps going and going. And so when you want to do something, you don't have to do it all out, right? Of course, we're afraid of uh, not getting it perfect. Like me, I'm a very, very big type A perfectionist. But what I like to do is just like start with a very, very small thing about it. Right? Just a very small thing, something you know you can't get wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's, a, that's a new one. That's a nice approach. Huh? So, parang, yeah, one, one thing lang and then do it. Yeah, the smallest thing to help you get there. And that's also where, I, where what I like to work on with like setting goals. Because you have this tendency to set the biggest, most, um, you know, it's okay to have big goals, but it's also important to be realistic. This is the most important thing. You be realistic with yourself. Because I have a lot of clients who will tell me, okay, I want to be able to work out every day, seven times a week, one hour a day, ganon. and then you look at your, your schedule. Is it even possible? Is it feasible? Or are you just setting yourself up to feel worse about yourself because you can't do it? So what if the smallest thing I can do is five minutes twice a week? That's it. That's good. And that's progress, diba, Joe? Mm-hmm. But um, you have to set realistic goals. So yeah, see, I'm learning from you, eh. Yes, because I'm glad I have some input. <laughs> it's like, because I'm learning from you so much. Oh, so we're oh, getting oh. there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and also just one thing as well with um, like perfectionist. And this is the phrase that I hate the most, of course. Like you mentioned, you said a while ago, we're bound to fail. I hate that so much because oh, I... Oh, sorry. I no, no, it's okay. Some aspects are... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't hate it in like that way. I hate it more of a like, no, I don't want to fail. <laughs> like, it's more of a, no, it, it, it has to not happen because we hate failure, right? But unfortunately, it is inevitable. And one of the things that unfortunately we have to go through is the learning process as well. Yeah. But that's the, the hardest, suckiest part, <laughs> but it yeah, has to happen. It happens. Yeah. And like, I wish there were other ways, <laughs> but, but sometimes that's how it is. <laughs> But like you know what, when I when I first took the board exams, we have a certifying body before we, we become doctors. I failed the first time. And that wasn't part of the goal. I really that was my first huge failure. Shepherd my exams, exams uh, med school. But uh, the month I took the board September, 
And then the next take would be February. And that time, there's a stigma pa that when you take it on a February, you failed the September boards. Eh, before, hindi pa naman masyadong uso yung stigma na term. So, I told myself when, when I saw the list that I wasn't there, sabi ko, syempre, I had to, I broke glass, I, I Mm-hmm. I broke literally down. broke glass? Like through plates? And then everyone in my, everyone, like we had a sleepover and we were five. I was the only one who didn't pass. So can you imagine? Ooh, Parang, yeah. That's like a lot of pressure talaga. Mm-hmm. Um, but ko, I have to take the February because if I don't, yung, and the August pala, February, um, drive ko. And that won't stop me from being a doctor. So, so yun, that's the story of my life. So, after taking it to February, I passed. But that was my first realization na, o oh, nga no, bakit ganun? The more you want something, the more siyang ilalayo sa'yo. So, I stopped asking that. And just lived through the moments when I would just try and try and try. Then, Yun, I passed. Were you scared the second time? <laughs> yeah, I was scared. I was, ito pa, I got stuck pa sa elevator. Sabi ko, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, 12.30, stuck in the elevator. Pero sabi ko, talagang parang hindi naman yata for me ang medicine. Mm, like, but it felt like science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but when I passed, so, yun, okay na pa. That's a really good, um like, perspective also na parang, you know, when you fail something, it doesn't always mean that that's it, <laughs> right? You People, life like gives it. you a second chance. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I'm always afraid of that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's go to our uh, last red flag for the day. Everything is personal for me. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh! <my> <laughs> Hard hit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ay, nako. Alam mo, nag-challenge ako dito sa podcast mo, Joe. It's like a game show. Because <laughs> I would always say na lahat ng feelings are valid. But you know what? Okay. Don't make everything personal. Sometimes it's not me. Mm-hmm. Again, dito papasok yung concept of things you can control and things that you cannot control. So there's a fine line between the both. And we have to accept that. Mm-hmm. I, I speak about acceptance because that's something that sometimes we have difficulty in seeing. Mm-hmm. Like behavior of others, if they're wired that way, we can change that. No matter what we do, they'll still be them. They're happy with the way they are. And so, so must you. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, and every, whenever something happens, Ask yourself also na sometimes paka bystander ka lang. It's bound to happen. Yung mga ganun. Um, it's meant to happen. And it's not all about you. It's just that circumstances just yeah. happen. 
this is actually the red flag that I put when I ask people questions because this is one of the my major red flags. I really take everything personal. But like, like for example, my sister goes to tennis and she doesn't invite me. I'm always like, oh, she hates me. Oh, she doesn't like me anymore. She doesn't want to hang out with me. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's all this attack on me. And that really creates a big rift between us because I have these random outbursts of like, just like not uh, passive aggressiveness. The part, oh, you didn't invite me. So, I, uh, <laughs> so there are those situations. And one of the biggest things that you really have to dive into, and I think this is why self-awareness from the beginning of our conversation really comes in, is you have to know why you take things personally. And for me, I take things personally, especially yung mga left out type of things, because I've always felt left out since I was younger. Like, I don't know why, but it was like a really big theme in my childhood to be left out, especially in family situations. Not that they intentionally did that. But that just puts us into perspective of what other people are doing. They're not really doing it to you. Yes, number one, they have their own thoughts and beliefs and they have their own things that they're going through. But also two, they don't know what you're going through. They don't know what's going to affect you. And when you start to take that personally, it's important to like ask yourself, why do I make such a big deal out of this? Why is it a big deal to me and not to anybody else? Because that's when you're really going to figure out like so many things of your own stressors. Talaga. Oh, <laughs> I wanted to ask you because you mentioned uh, what to control versus what you can't control. How do you define for yourself na parang, okay, this one I can control, this I can't? What are your parang, how do you assess that? Well, yes, because number one, whenever I give talks, that's always something that I bring up. Mm, okay. so, for example, culture, you can't change it. So, parang you have to. We're trying. <laughs> we're trying. We're trying. <laughs> we're trying. Actually, we're trying. But it comes to a point that sa sabi mo na okay, I tried my best. I will just park it and then focus on myself. Something like that. Behavior is something. Society, siguro it can change. Depende na lang. But you define kasi your your boundaries again. Much of our uh, red flags are really about realizing where we should set boundaries. Like, who do we say yes to? Who do we say no to? And it's okay to say no, huh? And actually, that's the start of getting over your red flags. Realizing your red flags is already a huge step towards overcoming them. And then the other part of the spectrum would be acting, acting on change. So, yun, ganun siya, parang, and it's not ano ha, it's not as if it's balanced agad. Yung parang, it's not tipong, ah, ito hindi ko nababago, ito mababago po. It's not. It's it's more of parang you have to make it timpla mm-hmm. according to, you know, how you see things. How I do it. Every, actually, every day I do that. Like, number one, bad tip na bad tip ako sa traffic. But can I, can I control it? I can't eh, kasi unless I own the cars. But I'm fine. Everybody move. But I'm fine. But I'm Because I stress on it. But so sobrang stress ko, it's affecting the way I function. So I remind myself, is this something I can control? If it's not, park it. And then I just focus my mind into what, on, kunyari, what am I going to talk about uh, when I get to work? How is my patient? Something like that. But I'm 
parang ganon. I, I I approach it that way. I I, I iba iba naman kasi tayo on how we approach things. But maybe by by, by this convo that we have, I hope people you know can get enlightened. Yes, and also a big part of like what you can control and what you can't control. Also, I think comes down to how much time can you give it. If you can give your whole life to it, then okay, maybe it's something you can control. But if you feel like you putting all of your energy and that won't change a thing, then that will really put you into that. No, this is not something I can control, at least with a given time frame. Right. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Thank you so much, Doc, for all of your insights. I'm ready to work on my red flags. <laughs> Let's go self-assessment <laughs> um, to end our conversation. What is something that you want to talk about that we usually don't talk about? Uh, mental health. Um, I think our difficulties. It's time that we talk about it. Uh, speak up. Gone are the days that we realize that mental health is one aspect in our lives i mean it's, it's about time that we start to normalize conversations about how we feel and that's fine it starts there it's okay to be vulnerable and i think one thing that we have to talk about is our vulnerabilities because with that we we hope to you know empathize with others that you know, feel alone and isolated in short we are all struggling together so let's talk about it <laughs> yeah Yay, thank you so much, Doc, uh, for this conversation. Where can everybody find you if they want to learn more about you and your um, advocacies? Oh, just I have my Instagram and my Twitter handles at GSEson and my Facebook page, Dr. GSEson. So I hope to connect with you. And uh, Joe, thanks so much for guesting me on your podcast. I appreciate it. And Thank you to all our listeners. Joe, good luck, and I, I wish you well. <laughs> Thank you for the message. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the end of the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did, recording it, having this conversation with Doc Giga. There were so many tidbits of information, a lot of things that I learned and just kind of woed about to myself because when it comes to self-improvement to having the best version of yourself you gotta admit your faults which sucks but it happens so i hope this episode was helpful for you on your journey as well if you like this episode then don't forget to follow the donut box here and also on instagram at the donut box pod so you can also send in your answers for the next episodes you can also follow me at it's joe sebastian on tiktok youtube and instagram or at healwithjoe.rnd on instagram for more nutrition things the donut box is an anima podcast podcast so if you want to know more about the latest pods don't forget to follow them as well thank you again for listening to this episode and don't forget to celebrate your body today bye